should write a book, Fry. People need to know about the can eat more. I'm getting this book on UFOs. Did you know they're real? But there's a huge comic conspiracy to cover it up. Oh, that's just a paranoid fantasy. I want to be a book. She can pick me up, flip through my pages, make sure nobody drew wieners in me. Grandmother's Book Club Podcast, where we read them so you don't have to, because our globalist handlers gave the order to. <laughs> my name is Kevin, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Benedict, who does the episode or the cat gets it. Aww. Benedict! What's your favorite chip flavor? American uh, chip. Oh, American chip? American is that, chip. Is that, what's the... I okay. mean, not what you mean when you say chip. What oh, I see. Mean you mean, you mean a crisp. I mean a chip. Go fuck okay. yourself. Um, can it be a British chip? Sure. I know As what in you're going to say. A, I know British the one you're going to say. What am I going to say? I know exactly what you're going to say. What is it? Prawn chips. No, it's not prawn cocktail. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, it's, it's, the, it's specifically... The Thai sweet chili, Walker's sensation crisp, what and Walker's Walker's is the British version of Lay's. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why it exists in a different format in in the UK. Uh, but yeah, Walker's Thai also Lay's. I guess Thai sweet chili chips are the it's best. It's all the same. Yeah, it's, it's all okay. Same. It's a sweet chili chip. I love a sweet chili chip, but specifically that one. That's fine i guess <laughs> what about you what's your favorite chip? i'm boring barbecue just barbecue barbecue um i'm straight barbecue. hashtag basic okay barbecue is yeah basic that's yeah that's the very american idea. yeah no it's it's very american uh i am a barbecue eating man that's very st <laughs> louis of you <laughs> thank you so very much <laughs> anyways benedict you probably know what it is we do here on this program yep i do uh some folks out there Folks who don't like chips. God damn. Every day. Every day. Every day Amazon does that. Every goddamn time. Why won't it ever end? It just won't. It's probably because I set it up to do that and I had yeah. Presu- Presumably that's why. <laughs> Other folks, folks who don't have their Amazon set wrong, uh, they might not know exactly what it is we do here on this program. But they might say... The show where we go deep, 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 deep to plumb the depths of right wing thought by reviewing a chap and working conservative literature. And in between, taking a look at other examples of the right, doing their best to make America hate again. Start us off, Benedict. Yeah, I have a hot take for us this week. Yeah, so you know how nobody works in the summer, really, anyway? Uh, no. Okay. No, I'm not familiar. Sure. I am, well, I am okay. aware that you don't work. I, in the I, I never, I don't work all year round. Yeah. Um,. But so, I mean, it's one of those things uh, like if often people are out of office, right, in the Mm. summer because people take summer vacations. My contention is that we should all just stop pretending and stop trying to force anyone to work in the summer and just all take two months off because everyone, no, no work really gets done. Um, You live in America now. Yeah, I know. And nobody's going to go. I'm trying to, trying to bring. Because it's a nightmare capitalist hellscape we live in. (laughs) Trying to bring European attitudes to summer to America and it's not working. But really, like America is the perfect place for it because the weather is 
too hot, specifically in the months of July and August. Okay, okay. so here's the is it true? I, I just saw this the other day. Is it true that the French basically just take August off? Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not just the French. Like it's the it's it's like Italy, Greece, Spain, Portugal, France, pretty much are all just like, we'll see you in September. <laughs> like, uh, uh, literally, like Paris empties and they all just go to the south of France. Oh, that's like, fantastic. Yeah, it's not it, like that's that's a cliche, but it's also not untrue. Like, so why don't we do that? You know, because we've know, got nowhere good to go, I guess. We got two votes right here. Now we just <laughs> need, I don't know, 300 and something million. Honestly, more. I would run on that platform. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but I need you to do it for me. But I would run. You on that will platform. lose by half a percentage point to a Republican whose platform is kill him, kill him all. Yeah. <laughs> is take away work permits for children being required? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. What about you? Hot take. Uh, my hot take. Um, by the third indictment, it just doesn't really feel special. It doesn't anymore. hit, does it? No. I thought that, and this is like presumably the most serious one you i don't know, really care. I, I read the full thing and yeah. it's i mean i think it's a good indictment it reads well because it, like the first one wasn't a very good indictment from what i read and understood i don't know if that's remind true. me which one was the first one honestly i don't, I don't really even remember. know was it it was it the documents in florida because yeah. I mean, like legally they have a very good case there on that one like that on a legal no ground, what was the other one case. there's the documents and oh, there was fuck, the i don't remember there's yeah. so many is the second one uh they didn't do georgia yet did they no i thought well oh, i don't know i've lost track man i don't think that they, really they didn't track. do georgia oh no it was the hush money payments it oh, was the first yeah, yeah, one yeah, which yeah. was a yeah, yeah. which was a that was the week that felt that one felt the legally the weakest mm, i don't know there's the whole jurisdictional procedural issue with that one blah 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 who really cares it doesn't really matter yeah. i'm just saying like yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel special. Nothing's no. happened, and it doesn't feel like anything's gonna happen. Yeah, certainly not before the election. They're saying there might not even mm. be a trial until after the election. So yeah, doesn't quite feel all that important. Anyway, no. moving on. What's on your bookshelf this week? Uh, another TV show. Ooh, so, wow, you're weird. See, I know, I know. I, I haven't been reading much lately. I've kind of got out of the. Well, honestly, I've just been feeling like hazy all the time, so I can't concentrate on uh, on <laughs> reading books. So that's been fun for me. But I've been uh, watching season two of The After Party, which has been good fun. I'm uh, not familiar. On Apple TV, it's basically like a murder mystery, like crime caper, and it has a bunch of like. A slash B list actors in it, and see it, if if they had chops, they would have named it like only murders at the after party. They would have <laughs> just tried to copy entirely. But it, the season one had John Ralphio, the you know the guy who played John Ralphio uh-huh. in Parks and Rec. So like it's like that type of show, uh, and I think uh, a few other people. Um, Jack Whitehall's actually in season two. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, <to>, yeah, <laughs> relevant. relevant to last week's episode. But basically they do each. So like each episode is they interview a character about like what they saw happen, essentially. And they do it in like a different style. So like episode two was like a, a noir because it was like the, the uh, like he was telling it as like a detective story. But then episode three I can't remember, but episode four was like a perfect Wes Anderson copy. Nice. So it was like the it was like a whimsical like yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's been good fun. It's coming out weekly on lots of pastels, lots and, of pastels, uh, lots of like centered framings, uh, lots of stuffed animals, taxidermy, whimsical music, so much whimsical music, more <laughs> more whimsy than you need or have ever seen in your life. 
Um, and lots of uh, I'm trying to think of the actors that are always in his movies. Uh, 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 you know, Adrian Brody's wow. and, wow. and Owen Wilson. Owen yeah, Wilson. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> no, neither Owen Wilson nor Adrian Brody made an appearance. Oh, well, that's tragically. But um, yeah, what about you? What's what depressing book is on your bookshelf <laughs> this week? Uh, how close you are to the mark is actually <laughs> strange. Uh, I'm recommending uh, Justin Brooks's book. Uh, you might go to prison even though you're innocent. Oh, that uh, seems right. Yeah, 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 because that happened. Although, come on, you could have done a better title. I mean, it's so on the nose. No, it's, it's so a great, on the nose. It's a great, it's a great, I mean, it's not great for SEO. But. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. Like, I've met Justin at, at a conference before, uh, and, and I should have said to him, hey, man, Come on, pitch that around the writer's room a couple of times. You can come up with something more catchy. You really Nothing can. will ever be catchier than like all the restaurants that call themselves like local Thai food in my area. Like that's <laughs> the name of the restaurant. What? Really? Yeah, there's a few in New York. I've there's never just like seen there's that. one that's like Thai food near me for just people that are googling <laughs> Thai food near me. <laughs> I enjoy the thought of just totally SEO real world place <laughs> real names world now. Real world SEO, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like if they change the name of Route Rushmore to those four guys on the mountain, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thai food on the corner of Thirty Seventh and Broadway. It just that's, that's all it is. That would be pretty fantastic. So anyway, yeah, that nothing will ever beat those those guys titling. Uh, anyways, Benedict, on housekeeping this week, remember to rate and review us on the iTunes. Follow us on the social medias at NYGBCPod and at NYGBCBen on Twitter. Uh, updates this week. Uh, I should, should point out that this episode is yet again a pre-record because, mm-hmm. yet again, Benedict is going on vacation. This wasn't me. Uh, uh, this is absolutely you. This is 100% you. Last time wasn't me. <laughs> Fine. It was you last time. I'm just trying to point out this is your 27th vacation of the year. Uh, it's not really a vacation. It's a vacation in the sense that I'm vacating my apartment, mm-hmm. but I'm still mm-hmm. going to be working. Yeah, you're going to be at a pool, though. You'll be at a place uh, with a pool. May, you know, we'll see. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, you know, uh, we were recording this just a day after we recorded the regular show for the week, so... Uh, you know, like as always. So we're both kind of sick at each other and haven't got that magic one week gap exactly. <laughs> that refreshes our patience exactly. with each other. Exactly. Uh, but that is all the re- also the reason why we have no new inductees this week into the spooky world, new world order. Bleh. Uh, and in that case, uh, just uh, all of you, all of you are part of the new world spooky world order. I love it when we do that. Give yourself a pat on the back for what you did to get that. Uh, of course, if you would like to join the Spooky World New World Order, bleh, you can tweet or post about the show on social media, recommend it to others, and send me a screenshot or tag us in it. Leave us a five-star review wherever you can. Drop me a screenshot let me know. Make a donation to a worthwhile charity, become a patron, or just get my attention with something good. With all that out of the way, Benedict, we continue our book review of the pile of garbage <laughs> oh my god uh, it, it, it's it got it, weird this week it just got confusing like it's been weird and bad the whole way through yes now i don't know what's happening why? like i've i've lost the thread why does it matter that they're catholic it does this i it don't does. know and it's like hmm, muslims and catholics working together seems weird You're like uh-huh. well <laughs> That one started going, mm, I'm getting some really weird vibes from this here. <laughs> ah, yes. Weird the, weird, the weird vibes have now begun. 
It's been yes, fine. Up until now. Up until now, it's been absolutely normal. Fine. <laughs> uh, so we begin this week with chapter 21, titled, of course, Deep State Jihadist Army Revealed. As as you title chapters, that's how but you do it. you know what? That's not what happens in this chapter, really. <laughs> you know? Okay, here's the other part of it. It's basically already all been revealed. Yeah. Like, he found that thumb drive, like, what, five chapters ago? Yeah, when, and, the, when it was like, hey, here's the deep state jihadist army. <laughs> yeah, and going back to, like, chapter three or something, like, John just had the, the, the inkling that there were jihadis swarming across the border with mm-hmm. no reason to think so whatsoever. He just knew out of he, nowhere. Well, it's his, it's his spirit. I guess the snakes told him the snakes yeah. told him why that hasn't come up again since I, I keep want, waiting ooh, for the there, snakes to play a crucial role and the snakes have not re-entered the conversation there were a couple points in today's reading where I really wanted the snakes to show up I in really... today's reading you sound like a youth pastor <laughs> <laughs> now if you'll open your bibles to page um the catholics are evil and uh, working with the jihadis then you'll see that <laughs> It's from so the book of, from the book of Stephen. Uh, yeah, it's certainly the book of Stephen. <laughs> it's so weird. Also, I, look, I mean, let's just get into it. Sunday introduced as a character and immediately killed off, having no need oh to be God. introduced as a character. How many times have we had a character <laughs> almost instantly killed so, off? In like this, book? this uh, he lasted like three chapters, but served no discernible purpose other than to say that the um that the deep state jihad was happening and he's known about it for 20 years or something right. but couldn't tell anyone he but was then just he was gonna find, native american well but he was gonna find that out anyway from the the stick the hard drive the reporter left him I so like think... he literally didn't even serve a narrative purpose okay i am going to predict that the new character okay the new not new character that we meet today is going to meet a similar end uh, he's going to be instantly there killed like off in the first five sentence of characters another... <laughs> that they introduced in this bit that I was like, have we met that person? Mm-hmm. No, I flicked back through not all of the, there are characters that have just disappeared from the pages. Like the, whoever his fucking boss is, hasn't been mentioned since. Armando, so, yeah. I recall. Armando. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been mentioned since. So I'd like, it, it, it's very confusing. It's, it's, it's a weird, weird book. It's. That is a, uh, you're downplaying the weirdness. You're downplaying yeah. the weird. You need like 20 more weirds to really get how weird this book is. So this chapter, Benedict, begins. <clears throat> with Sunday being executed in a parking lot. Well, if you'd let me fucking read it, asshole. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sunday exited his vehicle and started walking through the parking lot toward the casino. He did not notice the window rolling down on the white van parked two rows over from where he had parked. It ha- wow, I hate the way that parked, sentence is written. Parked two parked rows over. from where he is parked. Yeah. <laughs> the white van was parked next to his parking spot where he had parked his car <laughs> in I the parking lot. I hate that lot. so much. I hate that. In a second, a silent bullet found its mark in the enigmatic <laughs> Shadow Wolf's head. He fell sideways between two parked cars, dead before he Wait, hit the ground. The cars were parked, were they? <laughs> in the parking lot. Oh, God. Stop <laughs> using the word parked. Please stop Gotta saying parked. give me an aneurysm. So yeah, Sunday is dead now. That's that's it. Boom. That, and yeah. John can feel it. Oh, for sure. Like it 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 strike it it my headcanon for this is did you watch that survey than ever? Nope. Okay, oh, Disney I Channel mean, like, show. 
Okay, but you know, I, yes, like the her like feeling on, a vision. It wasn't like a show that I like watched or like. Yeah, you know, but you you're familiar with her feeling a vision and being like, whoa, <laughs> that's how I imagine John. This hitting John. That's very yeah. I see. This is one of the points where I really wanted the snakes to come into play. <laughs> Sunday start. A rattlesnake underneath the nearby parked car. Uh, saw Sunday's body hit the ground and slithered over to its parked vehicle because uh, in this universe snakes have vehicles and drove to where John was and parked its car. Whispered to John the news that Sunday had been killed. That's what I really. Oh want. god, That's a network really of literal snakes, not like. <laughs> Not spies or turncoats, no, but actual snakes. actual snakes. Yeah. yeah. And you might be asking yourself, well, how do they drive, Kevin? They don't have hands. Well, mm. they have a tail. That's what they use, I'm telling you. Uh- <laughs> also, yes. so Alicia's like, what happened, John? As if, like, this is the first time all these things have happened to John. There's no way. He has visions all the fucking time. She would oh, know yeah. about this. Oh, yeah. We've already talked about it. Delusional schizophrenic, right? Yeah, yeah. He sees visions. He sees Look, visions. not to we diagnose know. from afar. Uh, I'll diagnose. I'll diagnose uh, with my complete lack of knowledge of any psychological uh, uh, information whatsoever. Mm. I'll go ahead and do it. Um, either that or here, <coughs> here's another possibility. Um, John Goad is Humbert Humbert. Uh, Maybe. Moving on. <laughs> it's an unreliable narrator joke. Mm. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, he's dead. John notices something and literally says... Something just happened. And Alicia's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh. Uh, something. <laughs> something. Let's cool. go back and talk to Gato <laughs> some <Okay>. more. <laughs> <laughs> so they do that. They go back. But as they're going back to talk to Gato, uh, John sees a vision. He sees something, a person in a building and immediately pulls out his gun, as mm. you do when yeah. you encounter humans. I, and it wasn't way, even a human. It was, It was. well, go ahead. I, I had to drive down uh, the road today to go over to, like, uh, uh, our neighborhood doesn't have, like, uh, uh, they don't accept cardboard in the recycling garbage bin. That's uh, You have to, like, go to the city hall where there are, like, big dumpsters that you put your cardboard in. Okay. Uh, and I went there today, and I was pulling up, and I was going over towards one of them, and guy in front of me gets out. Uh, he's getting his cardboard. And he has a gun just shoved in the back of his pants. Just shoved that right in the back of his pants. That seems dangerous. Like, literally in the butt crack. Just a, a pistol. Right there. <laughs> just, and literally, just shoved in. Just, sh- and I know this because I sat there for five minutes because he was blocking the only available dumpster. And I just cool. sat there and watched him as he was putting well, his Well, look, at least in, he's doing his recycling. Gun. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's you know he could have just set that on fire and in fact i'm sure he would have loved to uh yes of course but so yes uh john has seen something and had pulled out his gun um and alicia rightfully is bothered uh and yeah. is wondering what is going on and is like what the fuck dude and he was like oh don't worry about it yep oh sorry thought i saw someone and then okay cool. i'm just gonna read you what john says now I realize it was that I saw dot dot dot, or I think I saw. Forget it for now. I'll explain later. <laughs> no, John, you just pulled a gun. You need to explain right now. You need to explain to me right now. We don't have time to wait for this explanation. I really need to hear about it. Really, really gotta get yeah, this no, one. No, 
there's so much like fluff despite this being quite a short book there's like half of it is like and then they walk down a corridor and then that was john furrowed his brow and well blah, blah, and blah. all the spots where you would expect a lot more writing the yeah. action sequences the sunday's sudden murder they happen yeah. in the space of literally two paragraphs it's ridiculous yeah this guy does not know where the explanation needs to go and where you can skimp on some pages. No. Really can't figure out what they, they do where. have my my favorite uh metaphor, I guess, <laughs> the, of of this of this small reading. Both were seasoned law enforcement officers, but what came out of the cartelero's mouth when they're talking to Gatto mm. made John know that they had been chasing rabbits when they should have been killing snakes. That's John. not very nice to John's friend the snake. <laughs> I was about like, to point don't out. kill me man i got a family no you're <laughs> fucking dead <laughs> rabbits they're fucking dangerous i've seen yeah. python that's uh, right but yeah so okay how do also, i okay okay no no can i ask you a question okay. yes because they're alone in this room with gato right yes but then okay can i do. can i do a small spoiler alert mm-hmm. gato is a double agent uh, supposedly but yeah well yeah maybe but they've been alone in this room with him for quite a while yes. and they continue to be alone in this room and this with is him not the first like time they've another, been alone with him. no no they continue to be alone in this room for like another couple of pages and he just like still is giving them the hard sell <laughs> <laughs> and then like suddenly he's like oh no i am a double agent actually like i thought i should let you know that i am a double agent like what why yes. are we doing the runaround? Okay, and we need to talk about a couple of things here. First off, my prediction was correct. That this is, in fact, a Middle Eastern man. And John, and apparently everyone else here, cannot tell apart a Middle Eastern man from someone from Mexico. That well, no, is, in fact, is what has been happening. This is one of the guys that we talked about with the, like, Yalar Wakbar thing, right? Yeah! The, yeah, yeah. So no, this know, is, I think, I think, I'm not 100% sure, I th- because the book is so poorly written, I think this is the guy that John said Allah Akbar to. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the guy. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So sure, I mean, it's I not it like is. your prediction was like. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's not, it's not like it was a left field prediction. You were right, but no. Yeah. But I was correct. I do want to yeah. point that out. Yeah. Yep, Secondly, basically, what happens here is they talk to to Gato for like very short. John. Says he's going to get him, like, a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. And he says, nah, man, I don't eat pork. So, John... No, he says, quote, I don't eat the swine. <laughs> is what he says. Let's let's make sure we're textually accurate. It. It's yeah, a yeah. much better way to put it, yeah. And then he, he like, follows... He realizes that he said the wrong thing, right? He's giving it away. And he follows that up with, I mean, pork makes me sick. I mean, really sick. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I get it if he's vegan, you know? Uh, yeah. Go over that meat and it gives you the tummy aches. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, I don't know of anybody who, like, a specific type of meat makes them sick. Well, I, I think I, like it probably that. does happen. But also, like, again, he has a visceral instantaneous reaction to this, but then says, like, he's a double agent that isn't really following the okay. creed. So, like... I have... this. look, so many more questions. You think arise. he's a triple agent? or? Uh-huh. Uh, I think this book is poorly written. That's what I think. <laughs> I think they didn't think about this or edit it. So. Okay. So like you said, uh, he's he, – so j- first, let's just go in, in chronological order, right? Okay. okay. They That happens. The pulled pork thing happens. And then Noche comes in and tells John that Sunday is dead, right? Mm-hmm. And John is like, how could this happen? 
who the hell could have gotten to him? And then, <laughs> like, obviously, everyone's off. been shooting at you for the yeah. past three or four days. I know, like, dude, you've been in five gunfights in the last <laughs> week. Like, you're really surprised at this point. But I love, I just love this line from John. This cannot be. <laughs> I don't know why that one just hit me so funny. I just love that one so much. But this is when John decides to reveal to Alicia that what he thought he saw in the hallway was his dead grandfather. And that's the that's why he pulled his gun? Yeah. Because I... he thought he saw a person. But, well, no, he just says his grandfather. And then she's like, you mean your dead grandfather? And then he's yeah. like, the only one I ever knew. So it could have been either dead grandfather then. Because <laughs> if you had another one, he would also have been dead. Like, yeah. So, yeah, obviously the dead grandfather. That is true. That uh, at some point, uh, both of your grandfathers will be dead. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. It's, boy... Boy, it's just weird. So, also, there's a really bad uh, wrong turn of phrase here when he's talking to Noche, where he says, We have to protect the one I'm talking with. He could be a Pandora's box in all of this. You don't know what Pandora's box is, do you? You don't (laughs) know what that means. Well, it could be like he could release everything into the world, but yes, I know Uh, what you mean. Yeah, I don't think you know what it means. It's not the normal way that you say that. Yeah, Rosetta Stone would be an appropriate yeah, analogy. Yeah, that would be here. good. Yeah, if we're going to go yeah, for a classical right. analogy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they're talk- still, we're still back talking to Noche about, oh, what do we do? Sunday's dead, blah, blah, blah. And I believe, well, you probably don't remember this, uh, but uh, I explained when we talked through the intro to these two authors that the real author of this book, Tom Morrissey, uh, was previously a U.S. Marshal, right? Yeah, I remember that. Uh And there's this funny thing that happens with, like, these kind of books where if the good guy in your story is an FBI guy, then the CIA and the locals and everyone, they're all pieces of shit and evil and whatnot. And if your good guys are the CIA, then the FBI and everyone else, they're all pieces of shit, right? But in this case, he just has to insert that the U.S. Marshal is probably going to be on their side and they might want to get him involved. You, you, sorry, you're telling me U.S. Marshal Eric Kahn is an author insert for Tom Morrissey? <laughs> yes, man. That's is what, that what I'm telling you. Think? Okay, that's right, what I'm right, telling yeah, you. Yeah, this sense. man is living his life vicariously the, through the fictional the characters he created. Strong, sexually powerful. With a, a, Marshall. Dry, a look at page 138. Uh, his giant cock throbs <laughs> with impressive energy. I think Eric Kahn, the U.S. Marshal, who is definitely the most manliest man of all, would be the man we should bring in on all of this. Uh, park, 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 car, parking cars. <laughs> okay, so then they go back to Gato. Yes. They finally Wait, go back no. to Gato, right? No, they don't go back to Gato yet. There's a drone. Oh, yeah, we get the cutaway. Us. We get a. Okay, and this is also. Fucking confusing as the hell. The drone, I think the drone is spying on them. Okay, Benedict, but then, I have like, a question How close you. is the drone to them that yes. like, it can hear what they're saying? Benedict, I have a question for you. What type of fucking drone is this? Because, as we learn later in another chapter, that drone is apparently armed and could take them out with a missile. Yep, it's a but missile also, drone. But <laughs> also... It's a drone. It's close enough hovering. to hear their conversation. Yeah. Apparently, it's like a quadcopter drone that also has missiles. This makes no sense. It well, makes Kevin, no fucking sense. The, the jihadis have 
uh, weapons from the Kuds. So, ah, of course, of course, I forgot about that. Part. As we well, you didn't know yet, but as, as, as we, we all, will find as we out, all know, yeah. um, Iran really has the most advanced technological drones on the planet, and that's yeah. how all this works out. In the long also, time. Iran famously the same as ISIS, yeah, and not mortal enemies <laughs> with sectarian <laughs> violence between the two. Yep, boy. Oh man, I do lo- look. We're not even there yet, but I did love that so much because it shows. It's just how a word little... that he's heard. He's like, "Oh yeah, the Kuds." Right. It shows how fucking little this guy knows about anything. It was. It's just interesting because I, I do think that was probably pre-Kuds being properly mainstream. Because uh, I think this was written before Trump took out Soleimani, then, if I remember. Then where the fuck did he even get the idea? Like. This guy isn't, like, reading uh, about foreign policy and international affairs and, you know, uh, well, he's reading conspiracy websites about that. You know, conspiracy websites probably mention Kuds a lot more than uh, mainstream media did. So that's probably where he got the idea. And all he knew was they're Muslim. That's That's all he knew about them. Yeah, I forget when they, uh, the Atlantic did a big profile on Soleimani, but I forget when it was. Probably after he was killed. If no, I had it was to before, guess. it was before, it was before. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, so the Shadow Wolves are outside. This drone is circling above their heads. It is described as circling, as hovering, various different versions. It makes no sense, but of course the Shadow Wolves can see the drone. Which, by the way, if it was like a Predator drone, no the fuck they can't. No, they absolutely cannot. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's the point of a Predator drone. That you can't fucking see it. You have no idea where it is. Uh, And I think it's nighttime, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's also nighttime. Maybe. Uh, It might be nighttime. Yeah, if it's dark, definitely no fucking way they can see it. But anyways. So, yeah, that happens. We get, like, you know, a conversation between the bad guys. Blah, blah, blah. Wilson, he's really angry at people. Wilson's always angry. I really gotta say, Wilson... Uh, you gotta go, uh, you gotta go take some chill pills, buddy. You yeah, really gotta. you gotta, gotta relax, my guy. And then, Benedict, and then, John has an encounter with his dead grandfather. Another uh, one. Uh, uh, well, this time, uh, an actual verbal encounter with his dead grandfather, which... Wait, is that, where are you? I, I thought that was in future chapters. I'm on 140. Oh, so I'm talking about the first one. I'm talking about the whisper that we get first. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, you're you're talking about later when we get an actual conversation, basically. Yeah. I'm talking about, so this is page 140. Uh, gotcha. Quote, Just then, he heard a faint whisper come to his ear. A, film, a familiar voice said, Trust the old ways, Nan Tan. Trust only your brothers and sisters. I'm sorry I can't say that name without doing it in the whitest voice possible. Yeah. That's just the only way I can pronounce it. That's <laughs> But then, yes, finally, they go back to Gato, and the chapter can get fucking moving already. Yeah. Because, as you mentioned, this is where, basically, Gato just says, hey, I'm a double agent, and John's like, cool, you're on our side now. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. It is revealed in, I think, the only laugh line I've had in the book, mm-hmm. um, where he says, I offered you pork, John said, stoically, you know, like <laughs> revealing how he knew he was Muslim. Stoically, like an ocelot. Yeah. <laughs> stoically, like an armadillo in the desert. Um, wasn't too hard after that. And then he says, when did you turn? And the guy says, when I met Muhammad. And John says, the prophet? And he goes, no, that guy you know, Muhammad. Yes! <laughs> 
I love that so much. Which is a legitimately so funny line. <laughs> but okay, what makes it funnier is that he's not being sarcastic. No, he no, literally it's literally means, a dude no, called Muhammad. That guy Muhammad that you know. Yeah. It's so Which, good. like, I don't know that we've met Muhammad in the book. I don't think we have. Yeah. Look, I think at this point, the author was like, oh, fuck. Uh, I need to figure out how these two trust each other. And he's like, well, it all happened off camera. That's like... But also, like, what did what did John do from... Because Muhammad has sent this guy to help john i guess because, we, look, we like, have very little detail about who the fuck muhammad is who he works well, for so muhammad owes john a debt that he that muhammad can't repay right apparently he, he john saved muhammad's family right but i guess but who so the fuck is muhammad no that we haven't met us. muhammad we like no i i mean beyond just like we haven't met him i mean like we don't even get any information oh, about yeah, no. what country he's from, who he works for, what he does. Like, we know nothing. We just get vague insinuations that, yeah, you know, Muhammad, so I'm on yeah. your side now. That's basically as good as we get. Mm-hmm. It's utter fucking nonsense. Makes absolutely zero sense at all. I don't, I, <sighs> Benedict, I'm going to have to say this again. And I, uh, um. I, I know this might be a shock to you, but this book is very poorly written. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it, I, uh, well, okay, you can kind of get away with it. I feel like the opening half of a book, you can get away with just like randomly introducing characters. Sure. When, it's when, when you ha- when you are supposed to be game. tying it up, you can't yeah. introduce a random new character. Yeah. <laughs> Third act new characters always the be doing best. It. Always like, the best time. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Deus Ex Muhammad. Oh my <laughs> god. No, Muhammad X Machina, surely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That's it. That's it. You win the internet today. Uh, Look, I just have to read a big chunk of this. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it goes. Sometimes it's too good. Go for it. Go for it. I offered you pork, John said stoically. (laughs) Wasn't too hard after that. When did you turn? When I met Muhammad. The prophet? No. The guy you know, named Muhammad, who told me about you and what you did for his family, Gato remarked. What's he talking about? Alicia asked John, confused by what she was hearing, as confused as I am. Jesus Christ, she's the only one who's sane in this whole thing. <laughs> she's an author insert for me. They're like, what the fuck is going on? John, please. Long story, from way before I met you. Gato's statement caused John to quickly rethink what was going on. Muhammad said I should find you, or have you find me and tell you that someone close to you is going to take you out. Muhammad says he owes you a debt that he can never repay, but he wants to try by saving your life. Explain to me, uh, Gatto, is it? You know it's fucking Gatto, you prick. (laughs) How did we get to this point? How did you come to be embedded with this group that just happened to be taken down by my unit? And how did you come to be singled out by me as your interrogator? What'd you say? Is that how you spell embedded? That is not. That is no. not. It's with an E. He spelled <laughs> yeah. it with an I. Wow. He repeatedly spells it with an I. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I really and I didn't saw it so that. many times that I started to doubt my own command of the English language. But there, John asks good questions. And then he immediately abandons all those questions despite and not getting an answer to them. To ask, and what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> and then Gatto goes, it's Gatto. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, he basically admits it's not really, but yeah. you gotta call me that. 
Otherwise, yeah, bad things might happen. What, what though? Like, you've already said you're a fucking double agent, but what, we can't know your real name? Okay, he don't. He won't say anything. He continues, I'm working within this group as an agent of a foreign power that'll go unnamed for now, and I report to Muhammad. It took a few years to get us in place. That man was a, that man named A.B., who you thought was the leader of our gang, dot, 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 wasn't. <laughs> Got his ass. <laughs> It's so fucking weird. None of this makes sense. And, and like, look, the answer to why uh, and how he ended up in that group and getting interrogated by John is worse than any answer to anything ever. It is essentially, Muhammad said, you have a sick sense and uh, you, got, you got a good gut. You got a good gut, John Goad. So we knew you'd figure it out. What? Yeah. That's it? This re- like huh? Please, really, you have to have more than that. None of this makes sense. They then get to like he like hasn't given any information. Is like I work for Muhammad like for the fifth time, and then John says, "How is Muhammad these days?" <laughs> What's up I wanted him to start going into like, oh great, you know, uh, his son is older son uh, uh, just got accepted to Stanford. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And well, you know, the youngest, um, he's uh, he he really loves his acting class, and uh, they're 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 dealing with that. Like, I wanted to be... <laughs> starts just talking about weird things going on with the family, insinuating they have problems with having a artistic and, son. Uh, <laughs> A th- a, a, with a flair for the theater. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. But then, Benedict, we learn that their agency, the unnamed agency of the unnamed foreign power of this unnamed man who refuses to give his real name, that they've also vetted Alicia. And as Alicia asks, what did they find, Benedict? Mm. What information did they find about Alicia? Well, they found that she's quite impressed with the John Nantan Goad, and that's yeah. all they need to know to vet that she's a good person. Is it really? Yep. I feel like there's more you might need to know. I feel like perhaps, perhaps, an intelligence agency might know a thing or two more than that. <laughs> than ah, if you're really in- smitten with your boyfriend. <laughs> she, she really likes Big Dude, John. she fucking loves Big John. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but then, Benedict, it all devolves into the utter insanity that we know and love so much from this book. Yep. Because Gatto starts talking about what's going on and the plan and everything that's happening. I think you just need to read it because it yes, is truly exactly weird. What, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <clears throat> Gatto was coy. Then he turned to John saying, there are units of ISIS-trained soldiers who are crossing the border almost daily. They're being helped by the cartels and by some in this government. The fast and furious guns that you thought were going to the cartels were actually going through them to Islamic fighters. They're spread all over this country as part of the arsenals of the sleeper cells who are awaiting their activation on the day of the great jihad in America. Which is in scare quotes. I don't know why, but it is in scare quotes. Some of those Some of those guns wound up in Europe, too, in the hands of the jihadi there. And they have already been used in some of the shootings. So how is it that you're laying all this mind-blowing insanity at the feet of a simple Native American tribal police officer? Good question, John. Mm -hmm. Very good question. And no satisfying answer to that. (laughs) Because it's basically, well, man, you're a fucking shadow wolf. We (laughs) all know how badass you are. We know what you can do. And then Alicia interrupts it with the most tension-breaking, this feels like a movie that (laughs) I've ever seen. 
has Alicia had a real line in no. this book? No. Or has she been... Okay, maybe it's just because Honestly, I... it would have been less sexist to just fridge her. Like... <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> maybe it's because I keep reading her voice in the voice that I assume the author intended for her. Like a like a sexy like. No, no, it's the. Hey, John, what's no. going on? No, it's not Lem, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but in the movie version we'll be doing, she will be played by Lem. I can guarantee you that <laughs> okay. much. All right, all right. So, yes, uh, we learned that, of course, the Muslim Brotherhood is all over the White House um, and all the uh, uh, law enforcement and intelligence. Well, again, like deeply different organizations like it's ISIS trained, but then also the Muslim Brotherhood. ISIS, Muslim Brotherhood, Kuds, they're all, you know, all the same. They're all brown and Muslim. And uh, I think we all know that makes them all the same, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. really no difference between all them and then we learn about these parties in the desert and that Gatto knows about another one that's going to be going on soon out there in the desert um and that, he doesn't know uh, when despite apparently being when. high up in the organization yep, doesn't know when but he does know that there will be hookahs so you know good times for all sorry hookahs or hookahs <laughs> a little bit of both i think <laughs> But he does specifically point out that there will be hookahs. Mm-hmm. Hookahs. Are you familiar with the hookah? The with the pipe? Yes. Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> this is. I look. Oh God! I read that. This that that causes like, John to go iron face. Yes, it does. John goes iron face. And quote. He remembered his martial arts teacher's words. Focus on one thing, and that is all you will see. Focus on nothing, and you will see everything. Go. No mind, John Goad. Go into the void. <laughs> and uh, for once, I agree with John Goad's martial arts teacher. <laughs> Please stop fucking thinking. Please <laughs> go into the void, John Goad. Please go into the void. So it continues with this explanation of all the insanity that is going on from Gato, saying, quote, <clears throat> We are being invaded by an enemy that has no standing army, navy, or air force. Just thousands of highly trained ISIS fighters with their training camps just miles from our border and some of the people they own in the Mexican and American governments. That's all it takes. And they... Oh, wow. I just realized that's a grammatical error. And they about grab us by the balls. Eh, Maybe that could be proper grammar. It's just poorly written. Gatto said, yeah, they have a protective cover that reaches all the way through Mexico, across the border, and up into the White House, with the question remaining just how deep in numbers they actually are. John thought for a moment and said, I'm going to say something really fucking crazy now. Quote, The one thing that jumps out at me is how Muslims and Catholics can mix together. It's not something that seems like it would go down too easily. And then, Bob, okay. Bob what? Huh? Uh, uh, pardon? Cool. What's going on here? Where did Catholics come we're, from? We're going to find out they're both equally evil, presumably. <laughs> did I hallucinate that maybe we got one other mention of Catholics in this No, there was, so there far? was. They, 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 then again, like, what, Catholics and? Yeah, uh, I mean, look, um, I feel like John is just assuming that everyone from Mexico is Catholic. I, I feel like that's where this comes from. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also assume that Tom Morrissey is a conspiracy theorist who thinks that the Catholic Church is, like, part of the one world order globalist blah, blah, blah bullshit. It's the one thing he's right about. (laughs) (laughs) Benedict is taking a hard stance on this show. (laughs) 
about the Catholic Church, and you can hear about it all on, on our the new Patreon. podcast. <laughs> Who's Pope? Not my Pope. Uh, <laughs> True. He's all of our Pope, Benedict. There's only one Pope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should bring back the anti-Pope, honestly. Can I declare myself the anti-Pope? Benedict, what does um, what does one have to do to become the anti-Pope? Fun fact, there is literally nothing stopping you from declaring yourself Pope. Uh, but uh, just getting other people to follow you on that, that's the hard part. I declare myself Pope. All right, Benedict is the new Pope now. <laughs> you all heard it here First, uh, hold on, I gotta go burn something at the window, and then, we'll, uh, <laughs> then people will know about yeah. this decision. Make, make sure it's white smoke. Uh, no, you're the anti-pope. It's, oh, uh, so black smoke. smoke. Purple, smoke. purple smoke. <laughs> I'm just that pope from the Francis Bacon painting. with. No, your, your staff that you carry has the prince emblem on it. Uh, <laughs> purple smoke. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> uh... How do we get on this topic? Uh, Catholics, man. I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. He continues. <clears throat> or actually, this is uh, Gatto responding. Another introduction of a character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Antonio it, Septuan. Uh-huh. It all comes down to money. The jihadists have plenty of it. And the Catholics who are working with them want plenty of it. As long as that's a fact. Ah, greedy Catholics. Mm, Classic. Not a stereotype. The people who are being victimized there are the peons who have to work for these tyrants. But that is where the chunk, the chink would develop in their armor. Who's the big player on the Catholic side of the street? Alicia asked. And that's, yes, where we learn about Antonio Septuan, who operates out of where, Benedict? The City of Angels. The City of Angels. <laughs> Look, Where's I that? feel like when Los you're Angeles. having these kind... Yes, it is. <laughs> I feel like when you're having these kind of conversations is not when you use, like, the whimsical, fun nickname for a city. Where's the butcher? Well, he's the butcher of the City of Angels. Ah. He kills angels. You know, uh, John... We gotta find the, the ringleader. I hear he's in the Big Apple. Like, you, no, no. Oh, we, we got an operation to run. We're striking at midnight in the Big Easy. They're running drugs through the Big Easy. <laughs> oh, 200, we're gonna arrive at the Windy City. <laughs> and I'm just thinking of all That's the nicknames the for cities that I can think That's of. I think I've hit my one. limit there. The I can't think one. of any others. <laughs> well, we're gonna be running the drugs through the Twin Cities. <laughs> Okay, Which that one? one actually that's not makes helpful. slightly more sense. No, I know. That's not what I right now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Antonio Septuan, we learn, is a reptile. Um, that's so what John can talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he's a snake. He yeah. doesn't do iguanas. Doesn't do... <laughs> Cut out. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that lizard bullshit. Yeah, no, no hablo iguana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Septuan is a big player in the cartel, right? And he's working with the OTMs. Uh, he's actually the the Sorry, linchpin. Reminder: linchpin. other than Mexicans. Other than Mexicans. Still the funniest phrase from this book so far. Yeah. Despite all the other bullshit, still yeah. the funniest phrase from this book. Uh, but uh, we learned that he's in charge of California and Arizona. But there's another guy. What's his name? In New Mexico and Texas. His name? Pepe Costa. Not Pepe, as in P-E-P-E. Pepe. But Pepe, Pepe, as in Preppy minus the Like the wingman from Star Fox. Pepe. Yeah. (laughs) Pepe Costa. Pepe Costa. Um, And then there's another guy, a mysterious character we don't know about yet, whose name is Mandrell. Mandrell. And, uh, of course, John's first question about Mandrell, after confirming that Septuan is a Catholic, 
Feels weird to bring up, John. You've got Feels to. weird to be talking about people's religions. Well, also, because she was like, who's the leader on the Catholic side? And he's like, Antonio Septuan. And then she's like, and then he's like, he's a Catholic. Yep, yep, yep. But he asks, first question, is Mandrell a Muslim by any chance? Man, this is... Sure. Mm, boy. Mm, boy. Mm. It's not the great. only person who could get away with saying these things and staying in Congress uh, is Paul Gosar. Uh, <laughs> literal neo-Nazi, by the way. Fuck everyone who is unwilling to call Paul Gosar a literal fucking neo-Nazi. We have all the goddamn evidence we need that Paul Gosar is a literal fucking neo-Nazi. <laughs> I'm really tired of people not pointing out constantly that Paul Gosar, a literal neo-Nazi, is in the U.S. Congress right now. Really tired of people not pointing that out. That makes sense. Mm, would really like people to talk about it. Yeah, well, you are, so. Yeah, I'm just going to keep pointing it out here because I'm the only one, apparently. But, so, they're, you know, they're everywhere. All the uh, the jihadis, they're everywhere. They're in Australia, even. Everywhere. And, oh, boy. Well, no, this is this is a couple years after the New Zealand shooting, isn't it? No, 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 that was that was later. Was it 2018? Yeah, this was 2017, I think. So. Uh, my timeline's bad, but yeah, still not a bad look. Still not. Okay, I also understand that New Zealand and Australia are not the same place. Don't Good. come at me on that. People are going to yell at you. <laughs> same part of the world. Come on. Uh, they have similar weathers. Um, I don't think they do. I think New Zealand's like a Pacific island. <laughs> I know nothing about them. Never been there. They have uh, similar accents. That's about it. <laughs> You're going to piss off some of our listeners in Australia and New Zealand, <laughs> of which we have several. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so look, uh, remember when we had all that long chapter where it was just like right wing grievances about Obama on mm-hmm. a page? Yeah, there's some more of that here, right? Uh, it's in D.C. They're all through the, the leadership, blah, blah, blah. Since all this stuff. these people have these been here. These people, who are these people, huh? Who are these well, I think people? to be fair, I think it's not the normal them here. I think no, it's, no, I think it's Obama, is... Obama and them, right? It's the uh, it's the Muslim them rather than yeah. the Jewish them. <laughs> um, you can distinguish them, uh, because of the the ornamentation on the T in the word. <laughs> I guess <laughs> we really do need to encourage uh, white supremacists to distinguish better about. Uh, about who they're being racist about yeah that would be good. uh but yeah that's about it for this chapter not a whole lot else happens here of any sort of import they're just sort of going back and forth and we meet another shadow wolf nicknamed perky which is fun <laughs> i guess it's a fun name it is a fun name hey perky what's going on they just fun keep stuff. introducing new shadow wolves only to i assume kill them soon i hope so i really there's another do hope one so. in the next couple of chapters called like Billy or something. I, I lost track of all the Shadow Wolves. Yeah. The only one who matters to me is Noche, because I still think he was named that because he's darker skinned than the rest. Maybe. Uh, but that brings us to chapter 22, which is titled Grandfather's Ghost. Um, and you can probably guess what happens here based on what we've said already. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it begins with Wilson and his team kidnapping John's mother. As you do, because, mm-hmm. of course, they have to have a, a hostage. Uh, and uh, this is also where we meet our, our, our cuds folks, right? Yep. Uh, Kazi Kamir was nobody's fool. He had nobody's been trained fool. in Iran by the cuds and had no qualms about killing anyone who got in his way. 
especially if they were a Jew or an American. And boy, hard J there. I will I will say that is a quote from the book. That yes, was not is. Kevin vamping. That is a quote from the book. <laughs> Thank you very much for pointing that out. Yep. I feel like that was important. Too. It's an important point to make. Oh, God. At some point in our lives, if somebody wanted to fuck with us, all they would have to do is take is a Have us quotes. reading from this book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just pull out a bunch of quotes of us reading from many of the books that we've done over the years. Yeah. And we would be in a lot of trouble. But they're Don't concerned. Um, uh, Kazi Kamir is concerned, of course, because uh, he's been told that these shadow wolves, quote, can move like actual shadows, hit you from all directions, and then just disappear like they were never there. Sounds like bullshit to me, was the first comment from one of the group, which, you know what? I agree. Sounds like bullshit. Sounds mm-hmm. like total bullshit to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to know that some <laughs> of these He thought it wasn't true, it. but just in case. Yeah, you know. Uh, and we do meet another one of these uh, evil... Uh, I assume this guy is like... Say, uh, I don't think it says where this second guy is from. His, his name, name was Kumar. His age his was 31. Name is Kumar. Yep, yep. Uh, and he, of course, carries a sword. Like you do. Because yeah, you never want to be caught with a sword. And an insidious smile. He mm-hmm. carries that too. Yeah. And of course, immediately after John's mother is kidnapped, yet again, John has a strange feeling. Yes. Because apparently at this point in the book, we find out he's psychic. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that was introduced at any point, right? No, it's I, just whenever anything happens to, to his family and friends, he realizes it. Yeah, he's just psychic. He has a psychic connection. He gets a, he gets a, a, a peaty tingle, a spider tingle <laughs> uh, that happens to him, and he, he realizes it all. <clears throat> and yes, once again, John sees his grandfather. And not like, not in the way that most writers would do a seeing a dead person who gives you advice scene. It's like in him like at the door beckoning. We're like, a come on, literal come on. misty apparition who speaks for a full paragraph to mm-hmm. him. But a- also doesn't tell him his mother's been kidnapped. Yeah, really strange. And provides, I will say, no information. no advice. No information, <laughs> he's no like, advice. This is my one, th- I'm quoting, he's like, this is my one chance to speak to you. Yeah. And he doesn't say, they've got your mom. He says something along the lines of, she's at GPS coordinates, zero, five, eight, nine, two, nine, or left. Like, yeah, you're a spirit. You could give that information that's actually useful. But no, he says this instead. Listen closely, John Goad, because this is the only time I'm going to be able to talk to you. The one and only time I'm going to hold your face and lift your face up and tell you something to your face. And face, 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 face. You must look forward and not backward. If the great spirit wanted you to live in the past, he would have given you eyes in the back of your head. This is this feels very Rafiki from The Lion King. Yeah, that is very much what it is. It feels a lot like that. Before Mufasa appears and is like, no, you do have to think Mm -hmm. about the past. Do not allow your heart to be painted with the brush of false division. Find your way in all the dimensions. You are a spirit of the universe. Okay, this is like a a 6 a.m. yoga class. Yeah, this is a Namaste, you belong. (laughs) This is a really shittily written affirmation. That's what it is. It's a really (laughs) shitty affirmation. You matter. Okay, You are a part of everyone. When you understand this, you can walk this earth like I once walked it. I have told you that since since you were a baby, you can always judge a man by the way he walks, by the tracks he leaves. Read those tracks, my grandson. End of communication? 
Yeah, that was John says, what do you mean I'm looking backwards? And then he walks backwards into the night. Oh my god, did he walk backwards? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Oh god! I wanted that to be the case. I wanted it to be the case. Yet again, that we have a character walking backwards (laughs) for no reason. Uh, but yeah, so that happens. And, and then Alicia's like, who are you talking to? And he was like, probably myself. So at least yep. he's showing some self-awareness. At least he understands he's off his meds. Uh, but then they have to go back to the Maricopa County Jail. Uh, so they got the characters except for Gatto because, as we said, they basically, uncritically, just decided, oh yeah, he mentioned Muhammad, so he's on our side now. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're just keeping him because that's, that's how all that works. And did I skip over it, or is it in this chapter where they tell the team that? Uh, um, no, it's in this chapter. Okay, yeah, so basically, they just go to the rest of the team, and they say, he's on our side now, and yeah, nobody and has Billy, any Billy questions. Rain, Billy Rainwater appears yep. for the first time. Yep, yep, yep. But they have and they're like, here's another Shadow Wolf. His name is Billy Rainwater. Billy. And Billy spelled with an I-E, which you have oh. to appreciate, right? Yeah, Billy. like Billy Eilish. Like Billy Jean. Yep. <laughs> but then we get a cutaway uh, to Wilson, who's on the phone. Oh, I have with... a fun language thing. Oh, you do? Did yeah. I skip it? No, no, it's in this bit. Okay, okay. So I get uh, at least one fun language thing per episode. Yeah, yeah, By yeah. the way, I would like to apologize. I was criticizing the... Uh, there was Patreon's a garbage platform for replying to people. Yep. So I replied saying that I was criticizing language, and uh, it made it sound like I was criticizing one of our patrons' languages. <laughs> And I was not. I was criticizing the book's language. So I apologize again for Very that. Good. I apologized on the page, but it was not. It was the, the, the weird Arabic that I was critiquing, not anybody's English. Very good. So Wilson is on the phone with the drone pilot who mm-hmm. tells him, quote, I got him in the crosshairs with my finger on the trigger, which again implies that this drone has missiles, right? Yeah. That is how I read that. Well, it could be a it could be like a sniper rifle type thing. But yes, a- <laughs> A drone with a sniper rifle duct tape to it. <laughs> that is what I'm imagining, yes. Just an absolutely MacGyvered sniper rifle drone. <laughs> that would be the way to go. That really would be the way to go. Uh, but of course, despite, as every evil uh, uh, villain ever has, right, the opportunity to kill their main nemesis, uh, of course he decides not to in that moment and uh, tells him, that no, you don't do anything until I say otherwise. Do you understand me? Not one hair on that prick's head harmed Which until the word is given from me. Do you understand me? Doesn't make understand, sense. Understand, understand, understand. Well, speaking of understand, uh, he says, do you understand? And he says, are there any other vehicles within? And he says, negative. And then he says, then continue to follow them. And only that, dot, 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 comprendo. <laughs> and what comprendo means uh-huh. is not, do you understand? But, do I understand? <laughs> what one would normally say in that situation. That's right. I should realize, even I know that the conjugation with the O at the end yeah, is, is the first I. person. What one would normally say, if for some reason one were inclined to speak Spanish for some reason to someone who clearly speaks English uh-huh. as their first language, uh, is dot, 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 comprende. Okay. Not dot, 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 comprendo. Really? I thought, okay, Comprende is a very commonly used phrase. Yeah, you'd think it would be easy. Maybe Even he was by like, English oh, speakers. everybody else is using it wrong. I know how to <laughs> conjugate comprender. Okay. I have a theory. I have a theory. Uh, the author has intentionally had Wilson use bad Spanish 
to show that he's a dumb dumb. I don't think that's it. I think that's the case. I don't think that's it. I think that this author. I think you are giving genius the author subtext too here. much credit. A yeah, you remember when subtext. I tried to say there was subtext in the first chapter, <laughs> and you were like, "Fuck off." That's my response <laughs> here. But then Wilson gets a call from well, not from Mandrell. But s- someone who's calling for Mandrell? Mandrell, yeah. Hold for so- Mandrell. <laughs> <laughs> you get put on with the uh, the the bad uh, waiting room music, but it's uh, uh, Gregorian chanting because Mandrell's Catholic. <laughs> There's maybe. just gunshots in the background sometimes. <laughs> uh, so, oh, I love this. Sounds of the Inquisition, Volume 1. Great old music. <laughs> and... Uh, this guy is telling him that he needs to needs to handle this. He needs to retrieve the device. And it infuriated me for that these next several chapters, people kept calling it the device when it's a fucking thumb drive. Yeah, it's a device. Don't call, it's a thumb drive. I it's mean, a thumb technically drive. Technically, it is a device. Sure, but just say thumb drive. Yeah. Stop saying the device. <laughs> Nobody talks like that. That's true. Really, really annoying to me. Uh, but, uh, Wilson, you know, he's, he's a little bit spooked because of the, uh, Mandrell guy, uh, or Mandrell's guy calling him and trying to tell him to do this. Uh, but, uh, Doug, Dougie, Dougie Wilson, uh, did we ever learn his name was Doug before now? Or did we just uh, know yeah, it was yeah, yeah, no, no, I think he's, I think it was Doug Wilson. Okay, I'm gonna call him Dougie from now on. Uh, but he's, uh, he's a little bit disturbed by this whole situation. That brings us to chapter 23. Which I think is where we're going to leave it off for today, because that first chapter we did was very long. Was very long. Uh, so rather than four, I think we're going to do three chapters today. Okay. Twenty-three dead reporter talks. No, and she doesn't. Begins. Not in a way that she hasn't previously. Again, and, we just like yeah, go over the hard drive again, not the just, thumb drive. Just via recording. That's yeah. the only way. Uh, so it begins with them back at the tribal reservation holding facility. Uh, where we learn that there are 17 men and three women in these shadow wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Noche tells him that there's 14 more who are on their way. So that's not a lot. Not <laughs> against a jihad. Not, not against an army of thousands of jihadis. Yeah. That's not Well, didn't you say that you man. think that they just don't manage to stop them? Isn't that like the... I, oh, I, oh, I spoiled the... I, I don't want to spoil the ending here. Okay, all right. I don't want to spoil all right, it. All right, all right, all uh, right. Well, we got we to leave it hanging. We don't want the listeners to be uh, uh, disappointed in how all this turns out. But uh, let me just tell you, John's not very competent. Uh, so... Uh, they have they have identified, uh, or at least the, uh, you know, the... Um, uh, the, 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 the report, what was the reporter's name? Did we ever get a name for her? I don't think so. I she, don't think we ever did. She, she died before she could live, unfortunately. That, that is... I don't think we got a single line of dialogue from her, did I? I don't... No, we, we got... got like, her we, on the phone before we she got, got like, her being like, I want to have coffee with John. And that was, like, in reported <laughs> speech. But that was it. Yeah. Uh, oh God, this book fails the Bechdel test. It does. I really think it does. What a shock! I can't think. Actually, I don't think we've ever had two women talking to each other in this book. Wow, Benedict, I'm going out on a limb here. I think this is a bad book. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this book doesn't care about women. Well, so they bring in Noche and others, and they start showing them the thumb drive that was with the reporter, right? Uh, showing them all the stuff that's on there and the whole, you know, uh, conspiracy and all this. Uh, and this is also where we get, I think, is it here? 
the uh, no, it's not actually. I don't know where the I must have missed it somewhere. The point where he just said Gatto's on our side now. Anybody have a problem with that? <laughs> uh, but uh, you know that's basically all that happened. Nobody had anything to say about it. Yeah, everyone was but fine. The, the only thing that happens of interest in this section is that uh, John gets a call from Sweet Tooth, uh, and he is told mm-hmm. that Jimmy apparently has learned that they are going to they you know they. Uh, are going to blow up the casino on the reservation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tooth is upset because that's where his mom works. Not the mass murder uh, of it Otherwise, all. he wouldn't care. The part that that's where his mom works. That's yep. what he's really otherwise, upset about Otherwise, here. he would not care. And, like, I know it sounds like I'm going through this chapter quickly, but it is literally there's nothing, three nothing, and a half nothing, pages. Nothing to it. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. So I will read, as I always do, the final section of the chapter, which is, quote, I gotta be careful that I don't blow his cover by calling him. Oh, I was doing that in John's voice, but it's sweet too, sorry. I gotta be careful that I don't blow his cover by calling him. The people he works for watch him, and a lot of guys like him. Like, real close. They are suspicious people. They're, like, all paranoid. That's what Jimmy says, anyway. Can you do this? John pressed him again. Yeah, I guess. Let me come up with a good reason for my calling him. Then I'll do it. His bosses don't want their people to get a lot of phone calls on anything other than business. Stay in close contact with me, Tooth, okay? You understand? John was intense, like an ocelot. That's right. <laughs> I got no reason not to. You're the only person I know I could go to with this. That is an, a, like a deeply unsettling accent that you're doing. <laughs> it's my, I feel like it's, uh, you know, the, it's the weasel guy. It's the weasel guy. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got no one else. He sounded like someone many years older than his age, with stress making his voice raspy. And listen to me, dot, 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 do not, dot, 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 say anything about this to anyone, dot, 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 not even your mother. (laughs) You really mean that? I can't tell her? Come on, man. If you want her, you, and Jimmy to still be breathing when this is over, dot, 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 that's exactly what you won't do. Shit, he said dejectedly. (laughs) As as one does. (laughs) In this situation, I okay, I hear you. Okay. This is hard. I know it is, Tooth, but it's got to be this way. Trust me, John cautioned him. End of chapter 23 of The Way of the Shadow Wolves by Stephen Seagal and Tom Morrissey. Oh boy, Benedict. Uh, oh boy. So now we got now we got anti-Catholic stuff being thrown in here, which oh, is yeah. a weird twist. It was a weird twist for me. Uh, was it, particularly, or is it perfectly predictable? I I mean, on some level, yes, because there is a whole long history of the right's anti-Catholic bias. Uh, but it, I didn't really expect it in a 2017 book, I think, probably because um, a lot of the current modern day hard right fascists are, you know, Catholic traditionalists mm-hmm. in this country. It's true, yeah. Bring, bring so they're they're, back, you know, they're sort of holding hands with folks yeah. like uh, like Tom Morrissey right now. Uh, but anyways, Benedict. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, next, I forgot how to do the part that I say That's here fine. like I always do. If you just can't get enough of us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash NYGBC. Become a patron for as little $1 an episode for patron-only episodes, shoutouts on the show, early releases of our episodes, and more. 
As always, we have to give a shout out to our wonderful and amazing patrons. The Ghost of Larry Nichols, Jacob Johnson, Danny Rosari, a wee thing, New Buildings are a Globalist Conspiracy, Carrie Conrison, Bobo D. Bear, Chili, Madeline and Zachary Wilson Fetro, Stephen DeBeau, Tori and the Gallant, Amy Kaiser, Sean Sullivan, Lauren S., Insert Random Scat Sounds, Billy Beat Bop, William Patterson, Flack Weasel, Kieran Dackler. Join us next week when our guest will be Linwood Esquire. Henry Lewis King Jr., Sarah Wolf, Aaron Burke, Megan A. Dooley, Gloria Scott, Clifton Stuckey, Paws, Arrestus Native, A Baby, Wah, Veronica Forker, George Saulnier, Stefan, Alex Jones Voice, Dan, and Jordan, you already made that movie, Your Time Traveling Witches Wimbledon 2004, Utah Outcast, Dave Barwick, Chris Palmer, Bad Bible Stitches, Mockingbird Nation, Baka, Benjamin Carlisle, Dexter, Allison, Megan Ruth, Glowrung the Deceiver, Vicky Z Blasphemy, Jay Reynolds, Stephen, and Cindy Demick, Taro Tucannon, and Balls Waterson. Thank you all as always for being our patrons. That's it for this week's show. Till next time, chat. Goodbye. podcast is a production of Kevin and Benedict Productions. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Music for this podcast is by Silverman Sound Studios. Find out more at silvermansound.com.